There are two types of speakers, those who are nervous and those who are liars. But if you know the nerves are coming, you'll be able to handle them. You got this. Hey everybody, this is Speak Easy with Eric Egan. I've made a career out of speaking in front of people and a camera, learning a ton about this craft along the way. How to be comfortable and exude confidence, learning from my mistakes, which have been plenty, and becoming accustomed to harnessing that nervous energy we all experience. I say all that because I know how important standing up in front of a crowd of two or a hundred can be in all of our professions. And I'm here to show you, I can help you perfect your pitch. Let's do it. Okay, listeners, friends, enemies, everybody's welcome here. This is the latest episode of Speak Easy with Eric Egan. Hope everybody is doing well today. You know what? I believe it was the last episode I recorded outside. And I'm telling you again, I'm doing it again because it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous morning here in Tennessee. You know, that line between summer and fall that sort of gets a little bit blurred after Labor Day. Um, but I thought, hey, if it worked out okay the last time, let's go for it again. I'm just enjoying it. I hope it's not a distraction. You could hear some some horns honking or, or possibly birds singing or anything out there. But I think it uh, uh, sets the mood a little bit. Um Anyway, how is everyone? Guys, I got a great topic to share with you today, and it's something that I feel is is worth talking about because I think we all carry this. We're, we're going to focus the message today on staying out of our own way. And what is that? Well, in another way of saying it, that's self-sabotage. This is one of those things where you walk into a room and it's a big day, it's a big presentation, or you want to make a good impression. It's hard enough it's hard enough without ourselves to trip us up. And I'm going to be honest, steering clear of self-sabotage has been a challenge for me in my entire professional career. It's those inner voices, that ongoing conversation that is sort of always happening in our minds as we prepare for something, as we put ourselves out there, as we really take that leap into being judged and being assessed and critiqued. Um, it's natural, so don't think you're the only one out there experiencing this type of stuff. But today, I hope to give you some good pointers to remove yourself from that burden, to quiet those voices the best you can, and to think about how to turning those into making good choices, better choices, running away from the bad habits that slip us up, more skills to to help you implement how to approach a speaking moment. Again, keeping that headspace that sort of gets all cloggy and, and mucky and ugly, keeping it pristine, keeping it clear. Just picture this, a blue sky, a clear day. That is what I want your line of thinking to be. So that's what I hope to accomplish today. So to do that, let me ask you this. Why do you think we self-sabotage? What are the reasons? Is it just flat out nerves? Is it fear of failure? Is it fear of success? If it's fear of success, that's a, that's a bit scarier. And I really think we need to ask ourselves that question if you think you might fall into that category. What am I afraid of? Why does success scare me? Is it because I, I don't know what that would feel like? Is it the unknown? Is it taking on a lot of responsibility and having a job or a role that might be something that's just a little bit intimidating, whatever that might be, just be honest with yourself. If that is you, ask that question. Entertain those thoughts just for a minute. And then I think we might really be able to discover something more about ourselves. But for the vast majority, at least for me, 
it's fear of failure. It's standing up in front of uh, what I can identify with, I would say, the greater majority of my career was standing up in front of a, a, a wide audience and just not putting together a coherent thought or just tripping up, not being able to connect with them. And and then that's when all the the anxiety, uh, you know, that fight or flight kicks in. So the fear of failure, it's real and it can impact us. And it can get those those voices chirping in our head. And it can get us asking those questions. Oh, my goodness, if this doesn't go right, how is it going to look? What are people going to think of me? How can I ever recover from this? And then we enter the grounds of self-sabotage. And sometimes we can't go out or we can't get out of that until something goes terribly wrong. So we've laid that groundwork. How do we avoid it? How do we not get tripped up? I'm going to give you guys a few points, and these are great points. I I hope you listen up. Number one, embrace the moment. Welcome the opportunity. This, This could be this week, friends. This week could be your week. Embrace it. Say yes to it. Identify it also, understanding the, the gravity of it, and be prepared when you come to the table. I just, I, I just mentioned it. Say yes. We don't realize how important that aspect of it can really be. You know, in life, I'm a firm believer we get a number of opportunities. There's always going to be a second chance, a lot of times third and fourth and so on. But saying yes in the moment and, and arising to the, to the occasion Stepping out on that stage or walking into that office before people, approaching it with that type of attitude can make a true difference. How else do we embrace the moment? Stop self-criticizing. Look, enough people are going to have an opinion on, the, on, your, on you that you're not, you know, that could hurt your feelings. Goodness, social media, you know, our friends, so-called friends, a lot of times are the ones that make us feel bad. Don't do it to yourself. There's enough voices out there. Just look. We're tough on ourselves. I've talked about that in the past. Just stop it. I'm giving you free reign. Walk away from that line of thinking. Stop self-criticizing. And then finally, envisioning it, envisioning it going well. I, I, I play golf from time to time. I, I love it. I'm not very good at it. But when I get over a ball and I'm about to make a swing and I think about what will happen if I don't put a good swing on it, what do you think usually happens? I don't put a good swing on it. But if you envision things going well and you envision how that makes you feel when you knock something out of the park, when an interview goes well, when a speech or, or a talk is, is something that um, you can feel confident about, you can feel strong and steady and proud of your performance, that is where I want your mind to go. There is truth to envisioning something going well and then it actually going well. Because it's a whole lot better than letting your mind go down that negative road. Trust me. All right, number two, how do I avoid self-sabotage? Think less. I'm giving you free reign to just shut it down a little bit upstairs. Have you guys ever seen, oh goodness, the, the movie Forgetting Sarah Marshall? Paul Rudd, it's, it's, for the majority, it's based in Hawaii. And Paul Rudd's character, he's a surf instructor, total beach guy, you know, total Hawaii hippie. Uh, and he's... He has there's this moment where he's teaching Jason Siegel's character how to surf and he's like, do more. No, no, do less. And then Jason Siegel like doesn't do anything. And he's like, well, you got to you got to do more, but just do less. And it's and that's kind of where my mind goes. It, it, it's tongue in cheek, of course, but eliminate the what ifs again, eliminate what could go wrong. Trust yourself and your prep. Trust the fact that you do have these skills and these talents and you've put yourself in a position to succeed. Uh, keep your headspace clear. Don't crowd it. Don't let it get cloudy. 
do less, sometimes less is so much more. If you think less, you will be able to perform more free without the inhibitions of my goodness, if this doesn't work out, how am I ever going to succeed or, or come back from this? It will free your headspace. It will allow you to collect your thoughts more clearly and to, to communicate better. Think less. It sounds simple. It's easier said than done. But put into practice, it could be very effective. Number three, break the bad habits and break those bad habits in the lead up to that day, to that moment. No cramming or memorizing. Memorizing can, can sort of put you uh, between a rock and a hard place, meaning you're so focused on some, some words and, and, and not even the concepts. When, you, when, you're, when you're memorizing, you're focused on what word comes next and so forth. And then you sort of lose the main themes. You lose the idea of where your message is going. So the preparation will take care of that for you. Uh, and then practice not using those crutch words. And that will just take practice. I guarantee you, I've used some of them already in this podcast. It is very hard. Nobody is immune from it. Uh, but you have to spend time practicing uh, to get better, to improve on it. And then things like sleep and diet, it is important to get rest. There have been a number of times where I have faced something coming up big the next day. And I say to myself, do I spend the next half hour, 30 minutes to an hour with my head in these notes with my face buried in this book or on my laptop or do I just say you know what I'm gonna go to bed I'm gonna go to bed maybe I'll start fresh in the morning with a cup of coffee and I'll look at it again or maybe I'm just good to go and I've done the work up to this point um, sleeping and rest is it, it can't be replaced if you have kids out there you know that because you haven't slept in in quite a long time and then and then diet to go along with that things like not going into a, a presentation or or a big moment starving it's also very important to to be careful with what you drink if you drink something carbonated lead, leading up to it remember the bubbles what goes down must come back up and and i am i'm telling you i've had a diet coke during a during a newscast before and i've had to kind of turn my head and, and control a burp no joke uh water is good shouldn't be too cold you don't want to freeze your your tongue um chewing ice is is a nervous habit that i had done in the past but it will legit numb your mouth and make it even harder to to speak so th those are just some things i'm a big coffee drinker i rely on it and i love it and i'm not saying don't drink coffee but it can it can make it hard to form words sometimes it can really cause some dry mouth so be careful of that and caffeine as well just just moderation that type of stuff. And then number four on how to avoid, this one is a little bit more on the social side of things, which is equally important. I'm a big proponent of that. Are you being contrary? Just for the sake of it. Avoid arguing, guys. And, and I say this one because I really want to get down to the nitty gritty. Why are, why are we being a bit combative? My first thought is that's the nature of the society we live in at the moment. Everybody wants to, I shouldn't say everybody, I shouldn't make a, a sweeping generalization, so I apologize. Um, but I guess what I'm going after is we should listen more, right? We should listen more. The better we listen, the better conversationalist we will be. And you have to ask yourself, is it a pride thing? Am I going against something that somebody just said to me in what could be just a friendly conversation just because I have to be right most of the time or all the time? Having these, having this set of social skills will go a long way in your success, in your advancement amongst friends in a professional setting, more than we might like to think. So it starts with listening more, 
try, try, try not to be contrary just for the sake of it. And then ask yourself, is this the time or the place? Maybe this is just one of those situations where, hey, my boss is in a room or somebody that is in charge of me or might have a pretty big say on what my life is like in a work setting, maybe able to dictate my next promotion. Is this, should I? And, and I don't want to discourage somebody from speaking out because I also believe that that is how we can set ourselves apart. Just ask yourself, can it wait? And how badly, how badly do I want to make this point? Is it worth it? Think about that. Is it worth it or might there be a better time? So let's go through them again. How do I avoid, how do I avoid self-sabotage? A couple of uh, uh, quick points here in summation. Embrace the moment. Think less. Break bad habits and lead up. And then lastly, avoid arguing. Try not to be contrary just for the sake of it. I hope you guys are with me. This is, this is good stuff. I'm a believer in, in repetition. And, and repetition in practice can be a good substitute for experience. So I want to hammer this home just one more time. If we're able to take these skills, implement them. Keep our headspace free and clear. The words will come easier. Your mind will move faster. We will all be more articulate and we'll become better speakers in a social setting, in a public setting, in a work setting. All the above. How about this quote today? I love sharing some of this stuff with you. I've been doing some reading, leadership type stuff. There's not a, a better time at the moment. We're, we're just kicking off football season. This, this, this quote or line of thinking, it comes from uh, the famous uh, Alabama Crimson Tide football coach, Paul Bear Bryant, uh, Hall of Famer. Here it goes. What are two things you can control, guys? The answer to that, your attitude and your effort. We even talked about effort last week. There's more, though. I'll continue it. And what's the difference between you and everybody else? The answer, how you outwork them. These aren't my words. This is from Paul Bear Bryant. At the end of the day, I feel like it's our choice. It's our choice how we come to the table, how we prepare ourselves. Are we willing to do the homework? I shared something on Instagram a little bit earlier this week. Uh, if, you, if you don't follow, please do. Speak Easy Egan right there on Instagram. And it's all about how often we use these skills during the day, whether it's speaking in a conversation, in a meeting room, over the telephone, or leaving a voicemail. I would venture to say anywhere from 95% or higher are we using these skills during our work days. Then you have to ask yourself at the same time, how much time am I devoting to, to honing these skills and to practicing? So it's on us because if, if we do put the time in, there will be a, a tangible improvement. And that's why I'm here for you. Yes, okay. One of the fun parts of the pod, the speakeasy suggestion. Another time of year where we, where the wa uh, the weather cools a little bit, and you might need a, you might need a nightcap or or something to warm you from the inside out next to the fire, a bonfire on a weekend. So I like to give a, a bourbon suggestion or perhaps a, a cocktail recommendation near the end of the podcast. I call it the Speakeasy Suggestion. So here goes. Without further ado, today's recommendation: Maker's Mark Forty Six. Maker's Mark is a a well known bourbon, um, right there out of the heart of the Kentucky Bourbon Trail. But this one is a, a secondary release from the distillery. Look for the bottle. It'll have that the well-known wax red seal on top, but it'll say 46 on it. So Maker's Mark 46, of course, this is a wheat-based bourbon. The 46, what does that mean? Well, it means it's a double maturation. They just took the bourbon out of the, uh, the original barrel and then 
put it back into age with some French oak staves, additional charred woods. It just gives it more flavor, some caramel, vanilla, a little bit oakier and woodier. It runs you about $40. You can find it anywhere. It's under 100 proof, running at 47% alcohol per volume. All right, guys, as always, thank you. This has been a FUD podcast. I hope you've taken some things that you can implement. As always, remember to give me a follow on the socials, uh, Speakeasy Egan on Instagram. If you ever have any questions, please shoot them my way. I get some great uh, feedback and and, uh, podcast topics or uh, any questions you might have about personal consultation or coaching. I'm, I'm available for you. That's why I'm out here. So shoot me an email also at speakeasyegan at gmail.com. Thanks, everybody. Go out there to the, uh, to the, the vast wilderness of public speaking and, and conversating and all that good stuff. Uh, you are armed. You are ready to go. And, and, and as you do go, take this with you. Be confident, be memorable, and be you. Thanks for listening, friends. We'll see you again soon.